This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG 13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today, Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor's going to distribute your podcast for you, so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.com. FM to get started. Hey there, Good Place fans. We are not in the bad place this week, but we are a little bit in the sad place. This was a pretty sad episode, and we're going to be talking about it. Season 4, Episode 2, a continuation of last week, A Girl from Arizona, Part 2. I'm Maria Menunos, and you're tuned in to AfterBuzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Now, let the buzz begin. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Good Place After Show here on AfterBuzz TV. I'm your host, Elena Jordan, and we are talking about The Good Place, Season 4. Yeah, Episode 2, A Girl from Arizona, Part 2. And I'm here with all of my girls. My whole soul squad is here. Immediately to my left... Mary Lou Mandel, you know her from On The Fly Filmmaking. You've seen her on the Broad City After Show, the Always Sunny After Show. Always keeping us sunny. How are you doing today? I'm doing great. Happy to be here with you ladies for our second episode this season. Yay! Woo! (laughs) And keeping it going for our Tahani, but our Matani. Yeah! Shiksa Matani in the house. You can also catch her on the voice after show, but right now you can catch her voice talking about the good place. Yes, so happy to be here. So happy that you're Woo. here. And of course, Samantha Jacobs in the house. Hey. I'm very happy that We're you and 20. I also got the uh, the twin memo since yes. I got left out of the Soul Squad. Ma- accidental match brigade last week. I'm so making up for it. We're, we're, we're twinning. We're twinning. We're <laughs> <laughs> now, man, this episode, whoo, we have a lot to talk about. We'll be talking about their plans for Brent, their plans for Chidi and Simone, why we all feel a little bit sad. Uh, we also got our special segment as well for your references, breaking down all of the references. And, of course, our news and gossip, too. So be sure to stay tuned for all of our show, including our predictions at the end as well. Be sure to keep up with us in the chat, too. But starting off, overall thoughts on this kind of kind of bummer episode. I hate to say it, but what do you guys think of this one? It was really deep. It was really, it got you in, like, a sad place. Not a dark place, a sad place. And you don't expect that from the show. Yeah. So it was very good writing. Because I was listening to the gems they were dropping, and I was like, yep, yep, yep. So we'll unfold those a little later. Not a dark place, but a Descartes place. Ooh. Hey. 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 So, 
You know, for this episode, I just found it to be really sad, as you already mentioned. It was it was a little too sad for my liking, but there was a lot of great character development, I thought, and that was really cool to see. So, and I know we're going to talk about it in a minute. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, this this episode more than any other episode we've had in the entire series was like, oh. Yeah. Like that happened more than once for me, but be, it being a part two, I'm interested to go back and watch the two of them together, mm-hmm. one and two together, because maybe it makes sense as a whole mm-hmm. a little bit more than watching them a week apart. That's yeah. interesting that you bring that up because I wonder if at first, if maybe they were almost considering it to be an hour long <clears throat> premiere mm-hmm. and have it be all one mm-hmm. big episode and then decided to split it to the regular half hour, I guess, for their other NBC shows. Yeah. Yeah, I had a feeling about that just because the way it was formatted is not normal for yeah. this show's, you know, vibe. But if the two of them are together, maybe it would be fine as our normal arc of like having some emotional stuff, having some funny, but it was just like front heavy funny, bottom or maybe heavy. it was intentional to be like, we don't want you guys to be sad after you watch the premiere, so we're yes. going to save all this for the second yeah. episode because we got some bummer stuff going yes. on. It also showed us how we were wrong in our predictions. Yeah. We thought that e- the next episode would be about one of the other characters, so we were very Yeah, I thought that we were going to have everything, like, split up in each one. Yeah. Nope, this is still... They're like, no, we're not done with the storyline. We're still going to talk about Eleanor and Eleanor's <laughs> plans that she has for everybody in the neighborhood. Linda's already been kind of taken care of because mm-hmm. she turned out to be a demon <laughs> out from the bad place. This is an interesting point, though, that Eleanor brings up at the very beginning, is that it seems weird that the bad place would do something that was so obvious. Mm. What do you guys think about that? Do you think it was almost an intentional thing to hope that it would be something worse, like this GD situation that was added in? Or what do you what do you think? Okay, I have thoughts that <laughs> I was thinking about this after our after show last week. Um, do you think that Michael was switched out with the Michael suit? Because if you think about it, he turned in the demon in the train and we didn't see him, and then suddenly he came out. Uh, I have I have thoughts on that. Oh also my god! For- and what if Janet has also been switched? I don't know. Oh, I don't know. okay. So that's too we're good. gonna dive into these yeah. predictions because <laughs> I think you are on to something. That's a, ooh, I like that. I like yeah. That. Uh, what do you guys? Yeah, I don't know. I feel like it's. It was predictable. I feel it was something that the judge made a move for. I know she mentioned, like, making Cheaty part of this. So that was her nice favor. But I feel as if she kind of knew this all along just to give them a one-up because they they deserve it because she's starting to grow and like these people as well more than not. So I kind of wish, I mean, it's like the show would just be over then if the judge was just like, well, these guys are the good guys, so they win, but... Yeah. Because yeah. she did go to Earth. She was a human. She That's hated true. it, but she did experience it. Yeah, it was like it. anything, she had, I like chicken she'd sandwich. just be like, nuke it, we're done. We're <laughs> Restart, like reset the whole reset, thing. Reset, plunger the whole Earth. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but yeah, kind of talking about resetting, we have this plan for Brent in place. And the problem with Brent is that he thinks the whole world revolves around him because, as Eleanor points out, it kind of does. Because they're all focusing on him. Yeah, and society is basically set up for people like Brent to succeed. So it's impossible for him to even fathom that he could be in the bad place. Yeah. So Eleanor's plan is, okay, we're going to do the same thing that you did for me 
we're going to show him how inadequate he should feel versus all of these people with this game show called... What is it? That Was Your Life. That Was Your Life. <laughs> but unfortunately, it ends up uh, not really working out, backfiring. Cheaty just kind of feels mm-hmm. insecure. And Brent thinks that he should be in an even better place. He's, right. like, not picking up on this at all. He's, like, getting in his car to bounce. Yeah, in, a, in comparison to the person who saved the entire species, like, of ducks and horses. Yeah. He's like, no, I should be in a better place than this. <laughs> it, that's, it's, I mean, Brent is just the absolute worst. Yeah. I feel like we can all agree on this. And then, when that doesn't really work, Eleanor's plan is to continue with Michael's plan, mm-hmm. which was, you know, for her to then have everything. You wake up in the weird stripy suits Mm -hmm. except for him and the Princeton Tiger has now, and Chicago has replaced Ariana Grande. And not our flying shrimp, you know. No more flying shrimp, it's giant golf balls Mm -hmm. instead. But this doesn't even work. What were your guys' thoughts on this about Eleanor at this point really just kind of trying to recreate Michael's existing plan? Did you feel like it was just kind of destined to fail from the beginning because Michael also failed? I mean, we also get this great pep talk, too, with mm-hmm. Michael, where he kind of amps her up. And he's like, you're the only one that can do this. So yeah. she's still getting her footing as a leader, which we're, you know, we're getting. And that's where everybody was, like, a little bit shaky on her. But that pep talk brought her back, but still her having, you know, like so this is after she's tried what... We've had him try already, right? right? So now she's trying stuff that's new, that's a little bit different. Mm-hmm. She's getting her footing. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I think that it's it's interesting what you guys were saying, just that Michael did tell her that she has to only she can do it, that it has to be her. Yeah. And um, by copying what Michael did to her, it's not going to work. I mean, mm-hmm. how could that work? She has to put her own flair into it, come up with her own ideas. So it was kind of destined to fail. But I like that they showed it to us because it kind of showed us, like, okay, we think that this way will work, but no, we have to think of new ways kind of thing, mm-hmm. you know? This right. this is yeah. a different group of people that they're yeah. trying to yeah. save. They're, it's not yeah. the, the original four, so those things aren't going to work. It can't be the same thing again and again. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they just, and it as you pointed out, it didn't work 800 <clears throat> times. So, at this yeah. point, did you guys, I mean, had you caught on to the idea that Michael did this on purpose? I'm no. question, I think that's questionable. Yeah. I, I didn't. Th- I don't think that's true. Why not? Because the breakdown? He, I think he definitely did the breakdown. I think the breakdown. Yeah, I think it's... Because oh, it was so overdramatic. No. That it had to be fake. Like, mm. she totally didn't realize it she knew that she had to make a move and he put her in this position where she said i either have to do something now or everything is gonna crash and no no way because who else would do it who else would think of oh let me take the place of michael i think that he was legitimately freaking out he had just been shown the michael suit and didn't know how to react and he didn't have any time to think about it he just had to go and instead he broke down and eleanor had to take over yeah, I, I have <laughs> thoughts on that maybe that it was... There's there's a few different things. Like, if we still go with the Michael suit situation, if this is, like, an alternate Michael, then he doesn't know. He's just like, mm-hmm, yeah, yeah, that was fake. Like, he doesn't yeah, know what he's, he's talking about. Over, that's yeah. a good mm-hmm. point, too. Also, then, it, it goes into my other theories and predictions that I'll get into the end as to Ooh. why uh, I don't think it was a lie. I think he really did break down. And uh, because... 
So you're on my side then? Yes. Yeah, okay, thank God. <laughs> because I, I think maybe maybe all of this revolves around Michael. Oh. In the end. Oh. Yeah. I like that. Yes. That makes sense, though. Oh, mm-hmm. my God. Are you saying that we're seeing him grow as an actual, like, person? That that perhaps, perhaps this is oh, his man. bad place. Yeah. Where Michael's growth determines everyone else's growth mm-hmm. because he is the ultimate leader because he is a demon. No, but it won't work if if it's if it's a Michael suit. No, but like no, it, but ultimately, it's a different option. yeah. <laughs> so I, there's all <laughs> these like different plans that we have when we're talking about like the Brent plan has mm-hmm. now just been like okay, but Michael suits though. Yeah, like, right. For there's real, like, suits. there's definitely. These are all such good. Mm-hmm. We have some comments from the group chat. Oh. So Ivan Soto, he has a really good question. He says, was Michael playing with Eleanor or was he trying to make Eleanor be more confident? Mm-hmm. Do you think her confidence is what will determine her success? I mean, there is this whole thing. I mean, the the reason, as we talked about, that she ends up changing her tactic after she walks in on everybody kind of talking about how she may not be the best leader and mathematically it's dropped from, like, 9% to 7%, which I'm also like, 9% success rate is not good odds. These are no. bad stats already, guys. Like, this... Ooh, but you're also, stats. I mean, but think about it. If those are the stats, what are they? What where are the numbers even coming from? Where are we talking like millions of years? Or I think it's just based I mean? on the the what data they're using now because we have the accountant who's in his little like tomb that's like not <laughs> being yeah he's mm-hmm. like in there tabulating. But the accountants are robotic anyway. We've already seen that that they're not. You know, they didn't see a problem with what was happening all this time. So. But I'm saying, like, I think, like, that's where they're getting the numbers, is they're basing it on, like, the baseline that they gave him. Like, at the start of it. So, like, at the start, this is what it was, but now it's even worse. Yeah. So then she goes into change tactics when Michael is, you know, giving her this this whole pep top. Pep talk. Pep talk. <laughs> pep talk about um, how it has to be a human who is able to do this because it has to be somebody who has the empathy he'll never be human so he'll never have that aspect mm-hmm. and that's another thought that I have is that perhaps it's conditional with the judge and we don't know this Ooh. but Michael knows this that he that she's like they have to do it oh ah. that's possible it could be yeah another criteria that they don't know about mm-hmm. that were then later introduced this show has so many like red <laughs> herrings and then like hidden things that yeah. actually mean something so much bigger later it's mm-hmm. insane well if, uh, if if he was doing it to make her more confident like we were asked, then um, that would change everything. That mm-hmm. would change the whole experiment, and it wouldn't necessarily be about those four people. It would be more about the original four people almost. Yeah, right? it's still about the original four, I think, because they still have growth. And, mm-hmm. I mean, this is showing how much they've grown because we see, mm-hmm. I mean, and we'll, we'll go in later into, like, the big sacrifices that we have here, but kind of circling back to now how this has changed her tactic for Brent's plan. Mm-hmm. Um, so now the plan is, okay, guys like Brent will never admit they're wrong, so we'll just tell him that he's right. Mm-hmm. We'll be like, yes, there is a better place, but on the DL, like we've got like a good deeds competition going on, so pick up some forks and start being a fork and idiot. <laughs> <laughs> just... Like, be chill, Brent. 
And I'm glad that they do mention and they brought back because my immediate thought was, but you had this whole storyline about how that doesn't work because if it's not the right intention, then and so they shut that down immediately. <laughs> yeah. We're like, yeah, this isn't going to generate any points, but we're hoping like how it worked for you. Mm-hmm. Eventually, it will become habit, and eventually, he'll start feeling good doing good deeds, and will continue to do them because he wants to be a good person. Mm-hmm. I think they're giving Brent a little bit too much credit here, but <laughs> what do you guys think? Well, you know, it's it's high end manipulation, but it's also what I call producing. they're just you know sometimes you've got your talent they're like being a mess and you're just like you know what baby like yes you're right everybody is wrong but you are beautiful you are so good you deserve to be here we're all trash go I feel and like then they just you need to it. cut out just this clip and put it on your LinkedIn underneath producer. <laughs> yeah. So that everyone knows how good a producer is. I tell everyone that. Just from that. They're like, like what is it that blank. you do? I'm a high-end manipulator. I, I'm a producer. <laughs> yes. Well, you got, like, sometimes it's about the project. They're going to make the project happen. I mean, so. that's fair. And I mean, that's ultimately what it ends up doing is we're hoping that this is going to work out and it does seem to work at least for Eleanor to get her back on track Mm -hmm. so but do you really think that it could work to make him a better person it it worked for Eleanor Mm -hmm. yeah I guess I don't know I'm skeptical and Eleanor was (laughs) hot Arizona garbage when she first started in her own words Mm-hmm. And now she's like That's a hot true. wily coyote. <laughs> but but almost. But if you think about it, Eleanor, she was afraid of going to the bad place. For Brent, he's just afraid. He's not really afraid. He just wants to go to a better place. Mm-hmm. So there's that fear factor. Yeah, really that like there. fear is a great motivator, mm-hmm. but. Yeah, but when he doesn't get to go to the better place, mm-hmm. then what happens? That that's kind of where I think it'll turn one way or the other. I think yeah. he's gonna throw a fit. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I feel like he's a jerk. That'll be fun to watch. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think, Samantha? I just feel like he's the easy one because you can manipulate him because he thinks he's an all star. So he's the MVP. Make him believe he's the MVP, but. Then we have other people to mouth, worry like about. Star, yeah. <laughs> we have other people to worry about that are more complex, who have the knowledge, who have the fear, who have the alter thinking, alternate mind. Um, he doesn't. He's one way, one road, nothing else can change him. Mm-hmm. So that's a really he's good really point. simple. So that's they a- had to do a simple thing. That's a really good point because we do have our way more complex storyline this story, which is Chidi and Simone, which is kind of like a two birds, one stone situation, but man, it is a stone that first you get hit in the face with, and then... It hits the oh birds. It's like, Because we are man. all Eleanor. We, like, fell in yeah. love with the two of them, like, slowly and over and over and over again. And now it's just, like, ripped out from us again, and, like, right in front of our face. Like, I felt like I was like, Chidi. <laughs> no. You're so it's with But I up. do think they had a little teeny tiny moment when mm-hmm. she was like, I do know you. Mm-hmm. And he kind of was like, huh. And I was like, yeah, it but I mean, it's still, not, it's like because it's not, Chidi yeah. thinks of her as an authority, mm. an authority figure. Like, it's the same way that Eleanor would never imagine that she could be soulmates with Michael because yeah. it's like this is mm. another ethereal be- a being that mm-hmm. he doesn't even consider to be human. Yeah. Because he's taking it at face value that Eleanor is an architect and she's not even a human and they never had this backstory. So the plan now for Chidi is to hook him up with Simone and have the two of them help each other and basically tell Chidi 
that he is soulmate. He does have a soulmate. That soulmate is Simone. And Simone has this augmented reality type view of this. And she is never going to accept where she is unless he can help. Mm -hmm. So this plan... God, this stabbed me in the heart. Especially because, did you guys notice where they were having the conversation? It was at the tea for two, the couple's cafe, Mm. where they had their soulmate. That's that's the thing, though. You can't hate Simone. And you want Simone to go with Chidi because you want... That her to realize where she, you know, that she, this is not fake, that this is real. So you're rooting for them from that standpoint, but then you also don't want them to get together. So it's, I'm and That's really why these writers it. are so good because it's, it's so yeah. unclear how this is going to go. And then when yeah. we see Chidi, like, he's like on board and now he goes to talk to Simone and he puts the little yogurt on her nose. Oh, and I was just like, I can't. He was so smooth, though. Where did that come from? <laughs> I know. I was like, Chidi. Because he, he, he felt like he didn't have a, there was he not did, like a choice. The choice yeah. was like, yeah. that's away. you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. So the and she knows him well enough to know, uh, like, yeah. if he doesn't have a choice in it, if he is told point blank, mm-hmm. this is for certain. And that's why I think she even stresses. Mm-hmm. I can it's say so with mean. complete certainty. That Simone is that person. Yeah. So that he doesn't even doubt it. And then, yeah, he's just as smooth as yogurt that he's putting on her nose. Yeah. I'm like, ah, get out of here with your, like, <laughs> oh, oh, really? I'm Chidana Gonye. And guess what? Here's a casual little Descartes reference. Oh, here's some yogurt. Also- Malbec, am I right? <laughs> Zanzu. <laughs> also, I'm hot underneath this. I'm just like, get out of here, Chidi. <laughs> oh, my God. Um... Ah oh, snap! I've, I I love that. Now we're all thinking about Chidi's ass. Exactly. Like, sorry, that's exactly you know. what I'm thinking yeah. about. I mean, oh we can gosh. pull up a photo anytime. Yeah. Right in the booth was waiting for a time to use the yes. air horn. Chidi's <laughs> abs was that time. Yeah. <laughs> wow. So oh, yeah. Man. So this uh, we have to keep it fun, okay? Like we we otherwise we're all heavy. just gonna cry. All right. Next time heavy. we should have a picture of his abs. <laughs> yeah, we're just always to just it. a default. If we're ever sad, yeah. we're just like, all right, show us the sad abs, and then we all like cheer up a little bit. Yeah. Do you think that he is gonna end up with Eleanor if he is too yes. confident? Yes. 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 They have ended up together in eight hundred different situations. Mm-hmm. Plus, Jeremy, bear me, baby. Yes, they. Yes, <laughs> I don't think I can accept She's like, this. There's no other answer. Like, not. Yeah. not taking any other. No. Like, this is fact. <laughs> Excuse me, man. Yes, I yeah. feel like he'll have a mental breakdown certainty. if he lo- like. I like I Simone, know. but no. I mean, it has to be Eleanor, please. And plus, they will, they'll be able to show him <laughs> tapes after the fact. Yeah. Because uh, no, like, they, they got the that. receipts. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, listen, this happened lots of times. It's <laughs> actually that like, ash. Uh, I just want something good for Simone, too, because Simone yeah. is so dope. Even I though, good, I mean, though. yeah. They still, though, I mean, having this whole, like, way to have him go back into his, solo, like, his, um, talking about, like, all of his different philosophy things and then having a little bit of a comedic moment thrown in when he's saying, I wonder if I can summon a book from my house mm-hmm. and then having him get smacked in the face with the book. Because I think at home, that was for us. Like, we all were like, Chidi, you're saying really hurtful things to Eleanor and you don't realize it, but we need to, what, we need to see you get hit in the face with the book right yeah. now. I'm what? sorry, sir. <laughs> because get it together, man. Like, oh. yeah. this, this scene was just... 
I'm still kind of reeling a little bit yeah. from it because they have set it up so well. And they, even when the Soul Squad are talking about, you know, Chidi gave this big sacrifice for everybody, but it's harder for Eleanor almost because Chidi doesn't even realize that he's given this sacrifice. Like, he's just walking around like everything's mm-hmm. hunky-dory, and poor Eleanor is having to live this heartbreak over and over and over. Like, this is her true bad place, mm-hmm. I feel. Mm-hmm. But think about that character development with Eleanor, the fact that she's able to handle that and be the leader and take what this whole thing with Chidi and still push them together. It's amazing to me because if you look at her from the very first episode and then look at her now, mm-hmm. yeah. it's amazing. The lens, I mean, how much she's grown. She's wearing mean, pantsuits. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> she's a boss. I mean, she's not showering as often as she should, but she's still a boss. Yes, she's still a boss. Like, <laughs> I'm also like, you need to make her look a little bit more disheveled if we're supposed to buy that she's like stinking at this point. Right, I'm like, you stink <laughs> in the, still a in the afterlife. Kristen Bell. Yeah, I'm yeah. like, I don't know about that. It's like Ugly Betty when they're like, America Ferreira has glasses and a poncho. And I'm like, like, yeah, she's gorgeous. I'm looking at this. Get out of here. Get out of here, (laughs) you guys. So that was the only thing in this episode. I was like, I don't know if I'm buying it. But talking about her progress and having it even being titled A Girl from Arizona and really stressing the importance of, you know, it is just regular people who can save the world. And even if you are just kind of, I mean, I... Ashamed to admit, I definitely saw some of myself in early mm-hmm. Eleanor with some of the things she was doing. I was like, oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, I like that they do have this kind of stress that it's almost this subtle moral of the story for the viewer at home where mm-hmm. you're like, okay, but what do you have to lose by being kind and treating other people with respect? Mm-hmm. You know, like that is kind of the overarching message. Like, don't act like the whole world revolves around you because what if it doesn't? Yeah. Just in case other people exist. <laughs> and then the the Michael Pep talk hit me hard just like with stuff that I'm going through where it's like maybe the one thousandth and one idea will work. I was like, okay, my God. <laughs> oh God. Everything on this show should be a t-shirt. I'm like, every quote yes. should be its own t-shirt. Yes. And I just wear it every day as inspiration. <laughs> um, but another sad storyline mm-hmm. this episode, if we weren't sad enough already, then we get our other favorite couple, Jason and Janet having their official split, too. Mm -hmm. What did you guys feel about this? Because we knew that they were kind of, they were on the fence last episode, and then Jason confesses his plan to Michael that he feels bad about making Janet's life more chaotic and unpredictable. So he wants to have all hundred-something Janet babies do a big flash mob that's just wildly chaotic and unpredictable. Mm-hmm. Poor sweet Jason. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I loved that part because the message that Michael gave to Jason was, you know, you can't just fix things on impulse, which is something I am ultimately guilty of. And you can't just sweep things up by trying to make things better. Like, you have to let stuff marinate and manifest and realize and then you can have your conversation. Then you can, you know, cool down a little bit. Things don't just get fixed in a snap so that I think was the ultimate message that they wanted to portray but I think that Janet and Jason broke up too soon it's episode two yeah no. like they should have done it maybe <clears throat> two more episodes later maybe I, I think okay bear with me here I think that it really is bad Janet and so she's breaking up with him 
get him to get rid of him because if you think about it in the last season she was pining for him so hard when they were on earth mm-hmm. and she was so upset when Jason didn't remember and now all of a sudden no oh, you know but your girl's got to focus on her career she got work <laughs> I mean, literally, I know, the whole world implodes if she loses focus for one one billionth of a second. But she's this meg. I don't even know what to call her. She's not a robot. She's this not a robot. Not a not a robot. Not a robot. Not a girl. She's a Janet. <laughs> she's a, she's Janet. a Janet. So she should be able to handle all this stuff, you mm-hmm. know? Because she's been able to handle everything else. My theory is that it's again conditional on that they have to. The humans have to do or achieve certain things themselves. It's still about our main four, mm-hmm. so I it like is like idea. it is a way of making uh, Jason. I keep wanting to call him Manny because this is like Manny just yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like Jason, make make Jason calm down, be monk like, chill out a little bit. Yeah. So it's like you know, it's still yeah. a little bit of them producing them because Janet's been able to handle absolutely everything. Yeah. Before. That's exactly. true. And this is also the first time that Jason has actually gotten that message where he's like, so you're saying that I can't just do something that I want to do just because I want to do something. That's not a good enough reason for me to go ahead and do it immediately. Mm-hmm. Why? Well, I wish somebody would have taught me this before. And then he's like, people constantly tried to tell mm-hmm. you this, Jason. You were in jail repeatedly. Judges told you this. <laughs> yeah, but the stakes but were high. Now, exactly. And now he's finally getting it because now it's something that he actually cares enough about mm-hmm. is his relationship with Janet. Up until this point, I don't think he ever really loved anything as much as Janet, except for maybe Blake Bortles, oh and then God, even that was taken away. Oh this my episode. God. I'm like, just stab us in the heart. Why don't you? I don't even care about the Jaguars like at all. And I'm like, not Blake Bortles. And I'm like, what? You told me before this show that I would ever be heartbroken that Blake Bortles left the Jacksonville Jaguars. I'd be like, I could not care less about this. It was just one sad thing after the other. <sighs> I swear, including that. It was just I know. One thing after it's like that's such a tribute to how much we want now I'm wanting to call him Manny. Uh-huh. Uh, Jason to be happy because it's like it even made me care about a football thing that I could not care less about <laughs> yeah. just because I know it makes Jason sad. Yes. There's still hope though, because she said after the experiment, you know, hit me up. And we'll but reconnect. Is there, is there still hope for Blake Bortles? I think is oh, the no. real question. <laughs> yeah. I feel like that's universal <laughs> truth. Yeah, no. <laughs> Janet's like, oh, just so you know. <laughs> she did him a solid. Because mm-hmm. what if he kept believing that he was there? But And, and, and yeah. I think telling him is going to help him grow because this thing that he held as like forever true, forever like high and mighty is now whoop, gone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's going to have to make him develop like, oh, my heroes. Ooh, he's going to have to focus on himself. His yeah. heroes and love is gone. Ooh. He has no distractions oh anymore. Good point, Samantha. Monk-like. Look at you, yes. <laughs> um, uh, I also love, too, the moment that he has with Tahani and with Eleanor, both, and it shows mm-hmm. how strong the Soul Squad is when Tahani is talking to Jason and you know, trying to talk him down and saying, you know, well, whatever you do, at least you'll be doing it with your friends. We're yeah. always going to be here. And then that moment at the end when Eleanor's like, that ash, like, don't, <laughs> that I awesome. know you're down, but don't leave me hanging. And he's like, yes, that, that is the, the code. code. <laughs> the, code. <laughs> the code. I feel like that is such, I mean, these little subtle things are part of why we love these characters so mm-hmm. much because their love for each other 
makes us love them even more mm-hmm. because it's like I want to be a part of the Soul Squad. Like you guys, you're yeah. the best friend group mm-hmm. on TV. I love it. Yeah, because yeah. oh. they've been through eternity together. They've been through, yeah, <laughs> and they don't even remember most of it. Well, <laughs> it's like me with all my drinking buddies. But anyway, <laughs> any last thoughts on this episode? Hmm. I I still think that it's a fake Michael and it's a Michael suit and it's a bad Janet and this whole experiment is going out the window because of that because they're not the bad place is not supposed to intervene and yet they are and it's going to come out somehow and then it's just like all gone all out the window. Ooh, look at that. Hot, yeah, take so. as hot as Chidi's abs. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like we, as we thought before, it wasn't about the the Soul Squad, but it actually was, except for Tahani. She was the only one that didn't really get something out of this episode. So mm, maybe yeah. next episode we'll kind of overlook her because, as you notice, the only person that didn't get moved to the party emoji was <laughs> the gossip guy. Yeah, yeah, we yeah. yeah. On so he we, wasn't even yeah. here. So he might drop this episode. John, yeah. yeah that's true. That's true. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. There, yeah. There's so many ways that it can go. I have so many thoughts. I'm with you that maybe there's going to be like a <laughs> mid-season twist. Ooh, I feel I like this could twist. be another version of the test. Oh, I And like it's just it, like, like it. it's just Michael and Janet having to go so next level and throwing them into these things that, you know, they have their truth, but now we're doing this new version of it. They're still being tested. Mm-hmm. I want to have time, too, to go into our predictions, because you guys have some phenomenal predictions. But before we get into that, we also have our special segment yes. for your reference. Woo! No music. <laughs> <laughs> okay, why not? <laughs> so, for this special segment today, I thought it'd be cool if we did That Was Your Life, like in yeah. the show. So, guys, if we were in that show, within the show, That Was Your Life, what do you think you would be known for? Oh my gosh! Uh, yeah. Yeah. I ah man, <laughs> that's rough. Probably a lot of things don't, that don't think I, too hard. Uh, wish that were not on the screen. <laughs> uh-huh. But I'm hoping bringing a little bit of happiness to people. Probably a lot of this. Probably a lot of hosting yeah. and being on After Buzz and hanging out with awesome people like you guys. All right, yeah, and all of you guys at home that I think make me a better person. Hey, you do such a great job with it. Aww. She's producing. <laughs> yeah, maybe mine would be like not to be trusted, <laughs> which I don't think it's true. I think it's more she tried real hard. <laughs> That's what my story is. She tried real hard. She went real hard. Okay. I like well, it. All right. There mm-hmm. we go. Uh, go ahead. I would want to make a difference in someone's life. I don't know if that's being someone's mentor or kind of being someone's inspiration. But what do you think it is? Like if it were right now, you were to like die right now. Oh my god! You're like I haven't saved all the ducks yet. I feel like yes, give someone the confidence to not give up on anything that they believe is true to themselves. Hey, look at that! The audience loves it, especially in LA. I'm gonna rant now. So especially in LA, it's hard. Everyone has these dreams and stuff, and if they don't see that their amazingness within themselves it's very difficult I love the positivity on 
It's definitely helping make up for the negativity of yes. this episode yeah, and the positivity of this after show. I think mine would oh, be sure. similar. I My whole thing is, you know, I'm pursuing a dream and I just want to inspire other people to pursue their dreams, not be afraid to just go after what they want. And that's what I've been trying to do and hope to continue to do. So I hope that's what I'm known for, to like bring light into people's I life and, it. you know, not be afraid to do what you like to do. So. Mm-hmm. I love yeah. that so much. Uh, even though mine would probably be like, you're known for eating all the ranch dressing and making everyone upset at every restaurant you go to. That's fair. Uh, but <laughs> wait, would ranch, a new? would ranch dressing be? After that would be false for me. Instead of the Perrier and yeah. ranch dressing. Awesome. So I got a few different things for our news. So first up, uh, Kristen Bell and Dax Shepard announced that their plant-based baby product line is now available in Canada. It's Hello Ooh. Bello. So yeah. it's all plant-based, uh, affordable. It's like high-quality but affordable baby products I in the U.S. That. and Canada. And aren't they cute. so cute with their, like, they're Halloween the They're the best couple. Yeah, their announcement of this on Instagram was the two of them right after a workout, all sweaty. Yeah. Like, she's sitting on his lap, and they're like, hey, Canada, you can get this now. <laughs> They're the cutest. I love them. Amazing. Awesome. Uh, our, our next uh, piece of news, BuzzFeed Celeb had Manny Jacinto read thirst tweets about himself. <laughs> so you guys should definitely check out this video. But my favorite was a tweet that said, Manny Jacinto could slit my throat with that jawline of his. And I swear the gurgling noises you'd hear as the blood poured out of my jugular would be a sound of pure oh bliss. My oh my God. That is <laughs> There were a lot about his jawline and his arms. I will say I have met him in real life too mm-hmm. and he Straight is hottie. somehow even more gorgeous in really? real life. I actually said oh dip and then immediately <laughs> regretted it. I'm not even kidding. He like kind of laughed but also was sad for me and I could tell. I believe it. Uh, <laughs> that was my gossip. So it's some real news. <laughs> That's some real news my there. Gossip. And then our our folks here on Rotten Tomatoes season 4 is 100% certified ah, for yeah. Certified, fresh, and on Rotten Tomatoes, it is described as a wild philosophical ride to the very end. The Good Place brings it home with a forking good final season. Yes! Yes! Congratulations to The Good Place. Phenomenal. Now, we talked a little bit of our predictions about what we think is going to happen next week, but... After Buzz TV. Now we're going to talk about it a little bit more. Uh, So, yeah, we talked about this uh, really good theory that on the train, because we thought that something was funky happening on the train, there's normally a twist at the end, and there wasn't. So I love your theory. It would just be so... I just... The good place... The bad place is definitely doing something. It's just a matter of what, you know? Just because they were told not to do anything doesn't mean they're not. So, and they showed us the Michael suit, and I don't know, the fact that he's... Uh, it's like it's the whole like writing sick, adage of, yeah. like, you don't show a gun in Act 1 unless it goes off in Act 3. They wouldn't have shown us the Michael suit and reminded us about it yeah. if it wasn't going to come and into play. it was play. sneaky. We didn't see him go on the train. He came out. I don't know. I'm just saying, I hope we find out soon, because I'm really excited to see, like, where the real Michael is. You know, held up in the bad place, being tortured or something. I don't know. We're going to get to the you final season episode, and it's still the same Michael. She's like, but where's the good Michael? <laughs> oh, where's the suit? Seriously. Uh, I, your theory is, like, throwing me so off. Yes! <laughs> I'm like, wait, what? Uh, I honestly don't know. I can't predict right now because that's part of why this show's so good. Yeah, it, yeah. 
It's unpredictable. I want to, like you said, I want to watch it all in one, like back to back, because I do feel like that was an hour long. And then some of the stuff from episode one really do connect with two. And maybe I need a little refresher. But I think, well, like I said before, Tahani's next. We're going to develop her and figure out what is really triggering her. Because I also feel someone might mess something up. There has to be Mm. someone who messes something up. And everyone's too happy-go-lucky right now. Mm -hmm. That's Well, happy-go-lucky. Any last last prediction before we say our farewells for the evening? Okay, well, so the the, the Michael, like, that this is Michael's bad place was, like, is not an original thought of mine. It was when I was looking up news and stuff that was, like, a fan theory. And I was like, what? It just got my mind Mm. thinking that, like, all of this, if, if Michael is not a demon, he's a human. And that this no. is his stop. His <laughs> now my whole head just. I love that. Oh my god! You just I blew love my that. mind. Four That's seasons, genius. and we've been following the wrong person. <gasps> okay. Oh my god! I think we might be onto something here, guys. Let us know what your predictions are as well in the comments below. We love hearing from you. And speaking of which, how can everybody keep in touch with you until next week? You can find me at story of underscore Samantha on Instagram. And I'm also doing Nancy Drew and Modern Love. So catch me on Thursdays. Yeah. Uh, you can catch me on all social media channels at I am Volley Girl. And I'm also going to be doing the voice after show starting next week. So catch me there on Tuesdays. Right on. You guys can find me all over the internet at Mary Lou Mandel. And if you're into creating digital content, follow me on YouTube where I do tutorials teaching you how to do just that. Nice. And I'm Elena Jordan. You can find me on Twitter at Elena Jordan and on Instagram at Elena J. Jordan. And you can find me every week on MEA Worldwide interviewing all of your favorite celebrities. That's MEAWW.com. And you'll catch us all here next week. Having our minds blown yet again by the good place. We'll see you guys then. Yeah. Our founder, Kevin Undergaro, and me, Maria Menunos, would like to thank you for tuning in to AfterBuzz TV. Remember, we're not just the first, we're the biggest in the world, and we're the only destination for all your favorite TV shows. Whatever you crave, we've got it. So go to AfterBuzzTV.com and check out our lineup. Buzz you later. <laughs> The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.